And after a week's hiatus, folks, we're back here at the Big O' Belt Wrestling Podcast. And tonight, folks, we are going to be discussing the PWI Women's 100. A certain somebody made their debut in NXT, and there's no mystery who to who that person is. And we got some other stuff as well, too. So sit back. We're going to get back in the groove and do what we do best. The Big O' Belt Wrestling Podcast, folks, is getting started right now. What's up, everybody, and thank you for joining us again for another Thursday here at the Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast. The team is here, minus Silly Sellers, because I'm just going to just call him out. He's probably watching football. That's that's what he, he chooses to do instead of come talk some wrestling with us. And if I'm wrong or wrong, but I feel like I'm like 90% right. What do you think, Damian? Am I right here? I think you're right because he's all about football season right now. Yeah, what a what a dedicated person he is. Um, but yeah, we had a week off, technical reasons, I guess. But we're all back here. What what you all do with this week break? What what y'all get into, Will? I was busy being a single parent, so that's the only reason I wasn't here last week. I don't know about the rest of y'all though. Dad, Will was on dad duty last week. Exactly. So yeah. How about you two gentlemen below, the giant crab Jamal and Damian? Thanks for coming tonight. Uh, yeah, last week I um, I'm, I'm going to Norway in March, so I was booking that uh, trip. Nice, nice. Jam- Jamal's the traveling man. We need to get man. like a show where he just talks about travel because that's real. <laughs> I would definitely tune in for that. Uh, me, yeah. I actually did some more retro cartoon rewatch episodes. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I braved the uh, ending of the Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm cartoon, which was probably one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. But alas, somebody paid me to cover it. So here we are. (laughs) Oh, man. For that for that uh, person who made uh, Damien followers tribute. We commend you for your dedicated work, sir. Uh, <laughs> Somebody has to do the hard work here. Um, but it's that time of year. We got the PWI 500, folks. Um, and, and, you know, this 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 list is, uh, you know, subjective in, 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 in sorts. And we'll just look at it, give our reactions and, and our commentary about it. You know, uh, this is all the criteria about how everything is ranked uh, on PWIs. It, one, in the magazine, whether you're getting it digital or actually getting a hard copy and all over your social media and whatnot. Uh, so, I, I, me personally, I'm not about to spend time in debunking in terms of <laughs> their logic and grading and whatnot. It's not my job here. But I will give my reactions based on what I see and just uh, th- thoughts about certain pairings and where people kind of sitting at on the list. So, uh, let's look at that uh, right now. Let's get that list up. But how about real quick, let's hit real quickly the criteria for how they do this, the scale, the time period and all, you know, the table setting. Yeah, the time. Yeah, definitely the time period. Yes. Okay. So it's the Women's 150, the 15th annual Women's 150 from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. (laughs) I I think they used to do 100, but they've upped it to 150 now. Oh, okay. Evaluation period, which is always an important factor, October 1st, 2021 to okay. September 15th, 2022. Okay. So, so last October like, to this like September. a fiscal year, right? Yes, essentially. Yeah. More yeah. or less. Okay. You know, they got they got to work with what they're doing for when the magazine drops. So there you go. So last October to this September is what we're looking at. Criteria is as follows. In-ring achievement, influence on the sport slash promotion, technical ability, quality, breadth of competition and activity. And by activity, I assume they mean, you know, actual, you know, if you were out injured or whatever, that's going to work against you. You got to actually be, you know, doing stuff. So if you're out for five months, that's going to. Hurt your case. Did you, did, you, did you say quality breath of competition? 
breadth of competition. So I guess variety okay. of competition. Some of these people work more people than others, I would think, you know. Okay. So yeah. With that said, that's what we're looking at. That is the breakdown right there. So let's pull up the screen of the list. We're <laughs> at the top of the list right now. So how do we want? Do we want to go down in the list? Let's, or do let's, we wanna... let's, let's take a look at our uh, top 10 here. Uh, okay. Which... I'm I'm keeping it a hundred, uh, you know. <laughs> There's been a lot of discussion today about the top ten, and then yeah. even the cover of the magazine because the cover is a uh, focused entirely on one promotion, and it's not a North American based promotion. No, it is it's not. all about stardom. So they're taking an interesting angle this year. That's that's the yeah. first thing people are talking about. It seems of the list this year for the women's 150. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at the list. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm not uh, familiar with number one, but she's obviously from Stardom. I haven't watched a drop of Stardom in 2021 or 2022. Uh, Bianca, Thunder, Rosa, uh, the women respectably uh, carrying their brand for the respect the the, the respected time period. Uh, Becky Lynch obviously comes back, uh, held the title for a little bit as well too. Jay Cargill. Uh, Jay Goldberg Cargill <laughs> domination. Yeah, <laughs> you can almost say Jordan Grace as well. Been uh, completely dominant for Impact. Um, Charlotte, where ha- I can't even tell you the last time I seen Charlotte. That's uh, you know that must have been a small body of work for the Charlotte edition here. If we're going by that fiscal year, because she's yeah. been gone for a minute. And I'm not familiar with Starlight Kid and Taya, I believe, was the Reina Duranas champ for mm-hmm. a good period of this time period. Um, and Tasha Steels was the other counterpart to Jordan and Championship Reign. Masha has not held the major title, if I'm not mistaken, but not she's yet. just been everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, just completely. She probably, that's where the breadth of competition comes in. So I think that gets Masha Slamovich pretty high up on that list because she's been essentially on a tour of promotions, it seems. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Um. So I, I don't know. I, I guess for the top, I just, I guess I look at the top 10. I say, yeah, those looks like all the names that should be there. I'm not, can't really sit back here and, 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 kind of put one person over another in terms of just like who who title and who promotion is better but I, I can say when you talk about the impact somebody's made I mean there's no bigger celebrity in that top 10 than Jay Cargill I mean she's just transcended that 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 championship the brand the women's division and everything I mean she she herself is bigger than the title right now if you ask me and that's just just the body of work uh in the ring but also just the body of work outside the ring and and i think that her at five seems like at five because of her in-ring stuff but if you ask me for everything she's done i thought she'd held that title a lot stronger than dunder rosa did but that's just my thought that's just my thought but uh what, what about you all let's get in there i kind of went over the top 10 with with some with some commentary thoughts reactions to top 10 and beyond so I'll go first real quick. And I'll say that um, <clears throat> so I'm looking at the whole list myself. Uh, Hyper Masao at 150 is a joke. Uh, I would put her much higher than that. And and let me just state for the record, I really don't watch Stardom. Uh, I watch um, I watch DDT and I watch Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Um, so that's what my Saturday nights look like. Now, a lot of these people, so obviously somebody bought a Stardom account and just said like, well... <laughs> They were clearly anointed as the place to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, so somebody has a startup account. Somebody has a uh, a Fight TV account. Somebody has an independent wrestling TV account. And, you know, there's an ADW guy and there's a WWE guy. That's what this is. Now, understand that there's a lot of names that I'm not seeing anywhere near the top 20 that I think would be, that should be in that conversation. But it doesn't matter if you never heard of them. So if you have a person, you know, like uh, Miyu Yamashita, okay, cool. You know, love her. 12? Mm. I I mean, I don't know if if Charlotte Flair has the relevance to be in the top 10 anymore, Um, especially compared to what other people like Masha, um, like Liv Morgan, um, like Utami, 
you know, have done over the past year during the middle of the year. But this is the list. And the list is what it is. Okay, fine. I do think that uh, Mia Yim at 133, good on her. Um, you know, Willow Nightingale at 40, you know, good mm-hmm. for her. Uh, Trisha Dora at 53, I would have that higher, but okay, cool. Um, Eva Lee at 114. Interesting. Uh, you know, Nikki Ash, uh, she actually, that whole gimmick, which was dead in the water, she kind of turned that around a lot. So, yeah, that makes sense. Lady Frost at 107. Cool. I have no, you know, problem with that at all. Um, but it's just like, mm. When you start to like get into it, you're really telling me that Sayuri, who I generally like, had a better year than Yuka Sakazaki. I'm not <laughs> going to make that claim. If if you're telling me that Thunder Rosa had a better year than Jay Cargill, Jay was the best champion in AEW. Might Full be stop. the best. Cha- might outside of outside of Bianca, might be the best champion in American soil consistently. At least for what I like to consume as a and champion. I, and I think that if, you, the part if you're going to go by their their metrics, it's the gimmick, it's the wrestling, it's the opponents, it's yeah. the presentation. Um, Jay, at, in the top five with uh, Sayuri, Bianca, Rosa, Lynch, and, and herself, Rosa sticks out like a sore thumb. And that's... You know, that's kind of the thing. Like, she had a few good matches in WA, came to AEW, and then had the one match with Baker, and then, eh, yeah. kind of. Yeah, that, that sounds know. like the AEW women's title got her that spot, as opposed to the actual way she was used. Right, yeah, and that was, that was must have been towards the end of that, because um, that was at the pay-per-view at the end of the year. Um, not four gear, the one before that. And and like I, let's just call it what it is too. Like I, I think this is like very contradicted to 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 the elephant in the room here. Everybody knows that AEW women don't really or have not been getting the shine, the light, and attention that they deserve. I believe Thunder had an issue. I mean, didn't everybody? I mean, she came out verbally. She came out verbally and was talking about her injury, and did all of a sudden how that was his handle. The men's injury comes out. She didn't come out and say that. Other the journalists came out and said that upon her injury, how they just handled the, the division, they just threw together a championship and so on. Like it's always like an after the an afterthought. I can't see how something that is considered an afterthought, even with there being a champion, be deemed this high, uh, as if there's not already a, a a big issue with that division in general. And the reason why I say Jade exempts this is because Jade is doing something that we've been saying about, or I ain't going to say just we, but what Swole been saying since day one. And that's like, you know, given the opportunity, if you, if you are given the opportunity, you can be as big as you want to be. She's been getting, Jay's been given the opportunity and she ran wild with it. I I think she's just in a whole nother atmosphere from any other woman in that division. Like she transcends that entire how, roster without how, the title. She's the only person who's held the championship she's has. You know, she, she is the dominant champion of that company uh, b- yeah. b- by a country mile. I mean, hell, yeah. she's the only TBS women's champion they've had. So that title, the entire history of that title begins and ends with her yeah. until she loses it. So, so let me so, I mean, you, Yeah. Let me, let me this. So, you know, Jade has had a dominant run since she's come in. And she and the best she could do is five. Okay, cool. But what about somebody that came out of nowhere, blew up on the scene, and maybe they got signed this year? Maybe they um, had you know stars uh, approved matches on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. You know where does that fit in in relationship to just being booked the best? Because Bianca was booked like a champion. Jade was booked like a champion. Sayuri was booked like a champion. Becky Lynch is still Becky Lynch, and she's booked at that top spot. But where does a person like, for example, Jordan Grace, who is on Impact, you know, just a smaller promotion with a smaller footprint, but has absolutely been one of the more dominant uh, forces Mm -hmm. in that promotion. And obviously she can't fight herself. So the matches that she's having with Steels, with with Deanna and, and, and the like, you know, that's got to elevate them because the rising tide brings up all ships. Yeah. So then when you have somebody and I look at this list and I see Mickey James at 15 and go, Mickey James had a better June to June at 15 than Mandy Rose. 
I and literally about to say that. Danny Rose is who is jumping out at me because <laughs> yeah, she's been champ the whole year. Mm-hmm. She's dominated yeah. NXT. She just passed a year as champ, and we got Mandy Rose down here at twenty-one. Hey, so, well, real quick, can you read the metrics again? Yeah, let yeah. me go back to that. The metrics are. I, I've been waiting to talk ring, about Mandy Rose. <laughs> in, in-ring achievement, okay. influence on the sport promotion, technical ability, quality, breadth of competition, and activity. Yeah. Then I can so see then there's Mandy no parity there. Yeah, and right. Mandy's so that, been. That's, that's part of the problem. There's no like real parity there because if you're if you are Becky Lynch, you're going to be booked. You're going to face better competition. You're going to you know do put yourself in a better position to have that match versus somebody like, for example, Willow Nightingale, who's kind of come and broken through. Like if she's not in the top twenty next year, because this was her breakout year. If if she's not in the top twenty next year, then I don't know what the metrics are even though you just read them because yeah. Willow's had a greater upward mobility than somebody who's at the top and stayed there. So then where does that leave somebody, uh, you know, and there's other things that I can nitpick and then go like, well, I mean, Christy Jane's at 99, but then red velvet's at 112. I don't know about that. Marina Shafir is on the list itself. Yeah. That's the that. one that actually, you know what? No hate, but that's the one I'm looking at the list. Like, <laughs> Why? Why are you even on this list? <laughs> I can I can also say something. I can I, to be honest, it's somebody else too that's significantly high. I'm just like I just maybe one match, but I I don't get it. So but yeah, I, 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 this who's not on this list that should be? Who got that's a good, That's a good question. That's a good question. Let me let me think a little bit about the indies. Who have I been talking about for a while that I've just been very impressed with? I kind of think about that for a second. I know Mosh is definitely a person that's as supremely high on my list and is, is and is in a spot that I say makes sense. Uh, but, you know, to your point about somebody like Masha being on the list, we talk about the folks who just kind of like got their boom and, and was on the come up. I mean, like, if Trisha Dore was the number one, where's Alley Cat on this list, by the way? Ali Cat um, is, is 51. 51. And Trisha Dora is 53 since we're talking okay, about Okay, because those were the right top two. Together. Those were the top two women on the men's list last year. And I don't see, just make one list. I mean, come on. What are we doing? I don't here? see how they'll fall off. And I know this is the women's list, but I don't see how either one of their fall off on a on a, a women's only list list with them being that high on an intergender list uh makes sense. And I, right. I Trisha's like what? 53? Uh, yeah, she, Trisha's 53. And she's still a world it. champion, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, she I is. I thought she lost to <laughs> Darius Carter. Nah, that match... Yeah, that, 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 that shouldn't happen. Yeah, oh, right, 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 that, right. Yeah, that's what people were suspecting was going to happen. But yeah, that match or show... Oh, Ooh. now, geez, oh. I'm looking down that Ooh. list and we get past them in the 50s and it's jumping out at me right now. Like as far as hot commodities that are catching fire right now in the last couple of months, you got Jamie Hayter down here at 64. Right, right, right. But the, the last few months, she's been catching fire. If, if anything, it's felt like they're kind of late to the party that they're finally now. Yeah. She's starting to get get her shine when well, people seem to have been wanting of the uh, the criterion where you have some it's from June to July, uh, year to year, and then JB Hater kind of broke through that you know ceiling in August October recently within the last three months. Um, Hikaru Shida has been going back and forth to Japan, but if you don't watch Ice Ribbon, you don't know what she's been doing, and she's been doing work over there, so she's one under. Hater, Rita Yamashita, who's been in GCW a lot, not surprising that she's on this list because they have a Fight TV account over there. So it is, you know, the list is what it is. But as far as people, you know, doing things, like personally, uh, Chihiro Hashimoto should be on this list. Uh, you uh, should be on this list. Uh, YUU, um, she should be on this list. Um, Ms. Mori should be on this list 100%. Uh, but then again, who do you take off? And obviously, I would obviously just go through the names that I don't know. But it, it is kind of what it is, too. There are some names that I don't know. There are some names that I'm surprised. And, you know, the fact that uh, Tay Conti's on this list at 127. Tay Conti had a better year than Max the Impaler. Like, okay, guys, what are, what are, what are we doing here? <laughs> that's, that's, the thing is, that's the thing is, like, you have criteria, but there's nothing said about 
are the criteria equal in weight or, you know, there, there, there's so many ways to interpret what the criteria are personally. Yeah. I mean, it's easier to be a a big fish in a small pond. And then when you get to WWE or AEW and get lost in the sauce and then bottom out and, or it's easy to make a big splash initially. And then you can't make a second wave. Um, But then again, Willow Nightingale is literally on her way to Japan. Right. And that was supposed mm-hmm. to some that was something that was supposed to happen a while ago, but you know, visa and stuff like that. But then again, if you have another person who isn't able to get out there and do it, like Abaddon, for example, you know, checks a lot of boxes in the criteria as far as the ability to work and um, the gimmick and all that stuff, but doesn't really get a chance in AEW TV. She's just been kind of dormant. So, yes, uh, a weight needs to be added to the uh, the judging process. Because if you're just straight up telling me that Hyper Masao is oh, 150 and she had a worse year than Red Velvet, I'm I'm going to say no. That's that's just wrong. Yeah, Becca is who I was thinking about. I know she had an injury in the beginning of this year, but I... 124. Definitely expect that to be much higher next year. So I will um, say that I, I didn't even know Kylie Ray still wrestled. Yeah, me either. That was actually one of the things I was going to bring up. The fact that she's still on the list. But well, she was she was on the list because she was uh, she came back to do the Warriors, Warriors wrestling show in Chicago. Yeah. Right. So at twenty six, we got Sasha, and forty seven, we got Naomi. So with everything going on between the two of them, the fact that they're still in the top fifty says says for me like yeah, we want to talk about weighted. It really just shows how much pull WWE has on a lot of these ratings because we really think Naomi would be top 47 if she was typically doing a full schedule. No, I don't, at least I don't think so. I don't think she'd be higher than let's say Trisha Dora. I don't think she should have been high, would have been higher than Asuka. Shoot. Y'all know I don't like her, but Shaza McKenzie at 52. Like, okay. That's, that's, that's higher than I thought I would put her. But I think for me, what I'm really looking at here is a lot of the people for next year that are going to make a jump. You know, mm-hmm. like we, we're talking about people making jumps this year, like Willow, you know, kind of hitting that stride and Jamie Hayter hitting that stride. But I'm looking at, let's say, someone like Roxanne Perez. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Rhea Ripley, who, because of the Judgment Day, is probably going to be in top 10 next year. You know, Lufisto still making it at 46. You know, it's like yeah. little names like that where I'm like, all right, cool. But then there's people who have just fallen off. Like, if I would have thought Athena, with all the pomp and circumstance she came into AEW with, is only at 76, that, you know, that's that's a, that's a bit much. And then Layla Gray's at 96. Where the hell did Layla Gray come from? Yeah, expect, expect Paige to be, like, within oh. the top 15 for whatever reason next year. Mm-hmm. Well, assuming there's matches, assuming there's actual regular matches, even assuming, assuming that, matches, she's doing assuming that yep, <laughs> yep, just <laughs> on promos alone. Yeah. No, because I mean, it, because at a point it does become a level of fandom. Like I know that like she's supposed to be a big deal. Don't get me wrong, I like Paige, but like there's also this aspect of like, oh my gosh, she came back. Right, it's a big deal. Like prisoner it, of the moment. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Lefisto must be getting it in in Canada. I I I I frequently do see you know stuff uh, come across on social media, but for forty six for a person you know who definitely I feel should be on our TV a lot more. I mean that's impressive if, if that's you know if everybody feels that's accurate. She must be getting it in in Canada, which to me most is in Canada that's like really prominent. Like is does uh what's her name uh, Jody Threat. Jody Threat, yep. Uh, does uh, oh my god, what's her name? That was in the May Young Classic, the one that got uh, that. Oh, Nicole Matthews. Call- Nicole Matthews, is she still wrestling? I think yes. she's she's at ninety two on this list. Okay. Ah. Uh, Casey okay. Spinelli is uh, another one from in Canadian who's I saw her on this list. She's seventy nine. Yeah. All right, so. Let's let's do this so we can kind of wrap this up real quick. Let's go to the top real fast and let's look at other champions of other, if anybody recognizes champions from other than the televised promotions that's on here. Well, I was like, going to say Roxanne Perez when she was the ROH Women's Champion before it folded the first time. Yeah. Well, isn't Mercedes Martinez the champion now? I think. Yes. Early. Yes. Technically. And, yes. And the only person she's faced since 
was Diana Peraza, right? And she supposedly beat, she's hurt. Is what she I've beat heard. Willow for the belt, and then uh, she defended it against Diana. Okay, and then that's just it. Yeah, twenty-eight, twenty-eight. Okay, <laughs> moving well, on. You know what? I think the one thing that sticks out, and I don't watch a lot of it, so maybe maybe there's some names that I just aren't knowing, but I'm not seeing any of the um, Mexican wrestlers from either AAA or CMLL on here. Uh, we got to get them a AAA account you know, just, so they can add that into the list. Just tie in Christy James are ones that stick out to me. Yeah, but then again, but those are people that are most accessible. Right, right, right. And Camille. Camille's been down there a lot, too, because she right. was just on Triple Mania. Princess, right. uh, Princessa Suhey, she's, she's uh, on yeah. this list. Mm-hmm. That's right. So there's a few. So you got yeah. four out of 150, and that's kind of the thing. <laughs> so like, there's a, just this wave of stardom because somebody got hip. The WWE people that they like, the AEW people that they like, and we got four um, hideously popular wrestlers that were down in, in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, let's let's throw the list real quick. Everybody, just point out anybody else you see. Last thing I want to kind of add here before we get to our break is, I feel personally this was a response to like adding some diversity in terms of the rankings here, where there's like, oh, we don't want to be too American heavy, so let's bring in some Japanese talent, and let's not seem like we're so biased to AEW or WWE. So let's go very hard um, on on stardom and 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 make sure we throw some names in there that really shakes things up. But and like, yeah, so. So I'll say the most surprised now that I scope through this list, who's not on this list? Nyla Rose. What? She's not on there at all? She's not on here at all. Oh, geez. What? She's not on this list at all. No. I'm looking right now. Uh, Yeah, she's not on this list. And honestly, if if she's not on this list uh, and Penelope Ford isn't on this list, but you're telling me that... Kayla Sparks had a better year than them. Okay, but then again, they don't watch Dark, so that's obviously that's what it is. Where's uh, where's uh, da, 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 da. what's what's her name? Part of the baddies. Uh, Kara um, Hogan's on this. Yeah, Kara Hogan. Hogan and uh, Velvet and Layla Gray are in there. Kara is one hundred. Absolutely expect Janakai to be a lot higher. Give her some TV time. It's a wrap. Yeah. God, I can't believe Scotty Ray Russell's. No disrespect, Ms. Ware. I like yeah, Ryan about to take too. over the list next year, though. Like we said, Marina, the fact that Marina Shafir, well, like I said, Marina Shafir's on this list, but, you know, <laughs> some people aren't is, is quite surprising. You know, and the and fact I, that Sky Blue is 110. Has she ever won a match? Yes. I Just not a, I, just not a fan. I also expect, uh, what's her name? Uh, the one that tore her. Did she tear her knee? Or did she she tore something with her leg? Uh Megan. Uh, oh, um, oh Megan um, Bain. Yeah. Megan yeah. Bain. Yeah, she doesn't yeah, come back supposed yet. To be so. the no, next, she's not back next yet. thing. So they were, I mean, the 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 rocket pack was just getting oh, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was just getting fueled up. It was it was about time. So yeah. but you know, we'll see. Anywho, yeah, it's enough with the PWI stuff. I mean, y'all can let us know. Um, or tweet us and let us know your thoughts about the list. Other folks, Nala Rose not being on there is completely shocking. That has got. I mean, they always, they always tend to forget one or two people. It seems. <laughs> well, they don't watch dark. I mean, that's that's just that's just what it is. I mean, there there's a, a a number of things. If you really sat down and thought and think about it and go like, well, but then again, that's also based on the metric too. Uh, yeah. Other than if you don't follow Nyla on Twitter, she hasn't really done much in a TV storyline. Uh, the biggest storyline that she recently. had came well, uh, much recently, and she's just kind of been doing decent matches, winning on dark. But then that's also a thing that, that's been interesting. She's not on the list, but Marina Shafir is, and they're the same faction. <laughs> same faction, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, but, but then it's weird because you know, Mesa Ruga's on the list, who is is my number one, full stop. Mm-hmm. But Indy Sakura isn't, and she's been consistently in AEW, uh, just being consistently. It's Serena Deep on this list. Yeah, she is. I saw her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I did not. I did not see her. But um. Oh but no, still, Riho. Like, wow, no Riho. Well, <laughs> Riho's on that Lesnar contract. She ain't working this year. <laughs> so um. But then again, if you don't watch the Japanese stuff in Japanese, you didn't see her. Truth. 
So, mm. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's a list. That's really what it comes. Look, Mandy Rose is twenty one. Take that for what you take that for what it's worth. That's blasphemous. I mean, she. Had, I was looking at her matches. She faced all top. Com- uh, now here's the thing, though. Here's his thing. Nikita Lyons is not on this list. <laughs> Burn the list oh. down. Burn it down. <laughs> Put a whole list in the trash. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Save you eight dollars. Nikita Lyons ain't on the list. Just trash. Listen, let's get to our break. Uh, we're going to come back with the any spotlight. We're going to talk about a certain individual that is uh, new to the NST roster, but is no stranger to all of us. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit more uh, when we return. So we'll be back in a second. If you're looking to expand your podcast reach, your website reach, as well as your social media branding, visit BigGoldBelt.com for sponsorship and advertising opportunities. Big Gold Belt Media is the golden standard for all of your media needs. We offer pre-roll and mid-roll ad spots, on-air host reads done by yours truly, Damien G., on audio as well as video platforms. For inquiries, please email BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for more information. Again, that's BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for your inquiries for your business. Big Gold Belt Media, wrestling, movie, comics, and more. The Golden Standard. All right, folks, we're back here for the second half of the Big O Belt Wrestling Podcast. Jamal is back, so I don't have to do it today. Um, so uh, the rightful owner of this segment uh, has now uh, reclaimed his throne. And it's time as we get into uh, this week's independent indie wrestling spotlight. Yeah, so this uh, indie spotlight, I was going to talk about the Tournament of Death, which is this weekend out there in Delaware. But um, tickets are still available. Uh, you can see ZWWrestling.com. But it's the show after that, November uh, the 6th. It's a CZW Limelight number 11 out there in Havre de Grace, Maryland, uh, you know, at the State Theater. So if you're in Philly, if you're in Baltimore, it's, it's halfway between uh, and, you know, right across the uh, Susquehanna from Perryville. If you know, you know. But the show looks good and it looks, you know, interesting. And I'm really excited about uh, Fred Yehi, uh, you know, coming in. Uh, you know, that's that's another guy that should be on TV. Like, why is Fred Yehi now on TV? It's, it's ridiculous. But uh, CZWWrestling.com. Uh, you can get your tickets on Eventbrite. If you want to look them up on the Twitter, it's at Combat Zone. Uh, it's November the 6th. That's a Sunday. So that's the day after Crown Jewel. Uh, November 6th, State Theater, 325 uh, St. John Street in Harvard Grace, Maryland. Uh, tickets, uh, bell time is at 6 o'clock. Doors are at 5. Uh, you can tickets start at 20 bucks, go up to 40 for ringside. Uh, one of the things about the State Theater is they have they actually have a really good uh, you know, bar and, and food deal in one of the better places that you're going to find, especially for an indie show. So, uh, CCW Limelight 11, uh, you know, more matches to be announced later. So, check them out on Twitter at Combat Zone as because you know, Tournament of Death is this weekend. Also, one quick thing about the Tournament of Death in Delaware if you're going to bring your weapons, <laughs> because it is, uh, fans brings the weapons for a couple matches. Oh, There's no. a particular type of light tube that you can bring. It's a uh, the size is T12. If you if you have anything other than that, don't bring it. They're not going to accept it. We want to work safe for a death match. Uh, T12 size light tubes only for the tournament of death this weekend in Delaware. But if you're not going to that, Harvard Grace is where you need to be next weekend, November 6th, for CCW Limelight number 11. And that's the indie spotlight for this week. Awesome, awesome. They're doing some good work, man. We got to get out there, like for real, for real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's get right into this one. I'm not even gonna fluff it up. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know, Ooh. the people's champ. Yeah, that guy, you know, that guy that starred in that new movie, Black Adam. He has a daughter. I'm sure we're all aware of this. Um, and we know that she's been training to wrestle. It's just only a matter of time and when and where. I believe she has appeared on the NXT little the Florida, loops. yeah, Florida loops yeah. that they've done, uh, as, you, as she should. I, I, I think that's obviously, a, 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 you know, the test runs to get these people in front of the crowd, kind of see what works, what doesn't work, and so on. Um, but uh, Joe Gacy, who I thought possibly would be getting called up to the main roster at some point, is still in NXT with his crew, the Schism. And they say they were going to debut somebody new. And they come out, and this 
person with a red hoodie and a yellow mask is sitting in front of the screen and she pulls her mask off and there's no other than Ava Rain who happens to be The Rock's daughter and there's a lot of mixed feelings about this about this debut about the name about everything that's somebody always got shit to say <laughs> it is what it is so let's just kind of get our take about it I want to start up by saying that I thought this was brilliant because I think if you truly and like I, I know she's going to always get comparisons to her father and whatever else they want to do but truly that wrestling is in her blood so a lot of her father's uh, and a lot of things she's seen of her father's both still I mean he's still working on the red carpet it may not be in front of a wrestling audience but he's still working on the, in the, on the red carpet cutting promos doing what he does he definitely spoiled the end credit scene for Black Adam because he just likes to talk so a lot of those things you, you I'm sure she's going to pick up on very easy but I, I said this just like I said this about um what, what's her name on the main roster that we haven't seen in a in a, in a, um, in a while? Um, the Southern Belle. What's her name? Lacey, Lacey Evans. Evans. Um, Lacey Evans. I said it was a no-brainer you could bring her in as a babyface with all the military background that she has. It easily goes over. If you want to actually see if she can actually perform in front of folks, you make her a heel and you make her be completely different of that. I think that making her a face... And making her something in the light of what her father was, it's just too easy. It doesn't test her at all. So doing something that's completely unorthodox, just something that you would never in a million years put on your bingo card, I think is absolutely going to see if she really can cut it in the company. It is not a given because your father is a legend that you automatically can nope. do it. Where is Michael Jordan's sons at? Hell, I'd say it's a detriment. Most times it doesn't work in wrestling. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or sports, period. But like I well, said, yeah, what I mean, Jordan signs at? <laughs> we would say Charlotte Flair is the outlier. Natalia would be the outlier, not the rule. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this was the perfect way to debut her. And if we recall, you know, after the Die Rocky Die chance, where did he go? A faction. He was in the nation. So putting her, when the crowd knows she's The Rock's daughter, that's an instant heat magnet, like with Charlotte. Oh, there's no way in hell you're going to cheer Ava Rain, Simone Johnson, what have you, because on the loops, she's been saying the whole, I'm better than you. Look at my royal, like my lineage. I come from this. She's already doing the Charlotte Flair routine in, in the loops. So having her with schism, which I don't know. I love Joe Gacy, but bring back the grizzled young veterans, please. Uh, just I think it's a good place for her. But if you're going to make her the shining star eventually, I don't know if she's got it. I don't think she's it. I just don't feel it. I don't see it. You know, I've, I've talked in the past to people who have trained her and they doubt she'll get it. So hmm. I'll tell you off air, but interesting thoughts that I've come across. And it's like, OK, we'll see. Maybe she's better on the mic than in the ring. Maybe that's what they'll have her as. She'll be a mouthpiece like a. Uh, wasn't it Serena Deeb that was in um, the Straight Edge Society? Yes. And was the yeah. only woman there? Yeah. There we go. There's precedent for this, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm. I didn't see uh, NXT, obviously, but I think that there's too many times, and you say with you know, being the uh, lineage, the prodigy of a person that's famous, Depends, especially if they're hideously famous, um, is more of a detriment. And the reason why that is is because everybody sees their very famous relative in them. Which, I mean, Cody has been, you know, the longest feud in wrestling is Cody Rhodes versus his, his father's legacy. Mm. <laughs> no, you ain't wrong. That's, true. Mean, not wrong. That's, been, that's been a 30 year feud. It, it's been going on longer than One Piece. So. <laughs> So it, it's you know so that but that is a thing and that story honestly will die with Cody. With that said though, how many times do you hear he's a second, third, fourth, fifth generation uh, wrestler, mm -hmm. and that may or may not mean anything? But then, but then we see too many times where people, not necessarily the wrestlers themselves, but people, on, especially online, go, "Nope, he's not his parents." Well, he's not trying right. to be, and that's his fault. Well, well, what do you want him to do? Not what he's doing right now, but he's doing something different. I hate different. He should be his parents. 
Jesus, well, come out there and do the eyebrow. Why isn't right. she yeah. doing the eyebrow already? Right. Uh, Brian Pillman um, is is going through the same thing right now. Brock yeah. Anderson went through Brock the same Anderson. thing when he mm-hmm. um, uh, debuted mm-hmm. at AEW, and you know, and the list goes on. You know, um, Kurt Hennings' kid, Michael Joe McGillicuddy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. or Joe, Joe hitting, um, but yeah, went through the same thing and, and so on. Um, Bray Wyatt went through the same thing. Scott People Hulse, didn't know that Bray Scott and Hulse, related. Son. Cody Hall, yeah, yeah Cody, yeah. Randy yeah. Orton, uh, Kobe Carino. Um, so it is, it is a thing, and very few actually come into it and can just outlast because you're not going to beat them, you just Don't. have to outlast the uh, the the, the tape. Don't forget about Will's son, uh, Matt Taven. Oh. He also, you know, oh, trying to. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you want to do me dirty like that. Damn, and, uh, you threw Will under that bus, and, man. And, Jamal, and, Jamal's, and Jamal's son, Danhausen. <laughs> well, that's just racist. I, I, I don't want to stand for it. I, I won't stand for it. All right, let, yeah. let, me, let, me, say, let me say this about Avery about this whole deal. It was interesting how so many people were just like, why aren't they saying she's the Rock's daughter? Well, it's like everybody knows. Anyone who needs to know knows. And if they don't know, they're going to figure it out pretty damn quick. It's it's right there in front of you. So the damn the crowd in Orlando at the Performance Center clearly knew. As soon as the mask came off, they reacted to her. So they they knew what they were getting. They they were, you know, I don't know if they were expecting her in that role, but they've been waiting for her to show up in some capacity. I think Damien nailed it really good with the idea that this is something different for her to start with. If she yeah. starts as the Rock's daughter right out of the gate, that, that story is there already. It's it, There's nothing you have to do to tell that story. Everyone knows it. So you do this instead where it's like, hold up, the Rock's daughter joined a cult. <laughs> do it like that where everyone knows who she is. She don't have to talk about who she is. Talk about how like she's doing this deal where she's going to say, I've found my family. And that's the heat. That's the heat is she's you know going to give the wink and the nod where she's not going to talk about her dad or any of that because you know it already. The heat or is, she could go she's not going to give that to you. She can go the other way and just bury him in promos and be like, he left me for Hollywood. But I, don't even think, I don't even think you need to go there. I think you know, the heat no, for right now can be as simple as she doesn't mention him. And that's the heat, the frustration of she's not going to talk about that because and eventually you tell that story. But you don't mm-hmm. need to start with the story of her being the Rock's daughter from square one. Right. Introduce her and then we can eventually get there. So, I, yeah, I, I think it's a real creative way to start her out. And Lord knows she's she's young. She's got time. So she don't need to be, you know, the Rock's daughter raising the eyebrow and dropping the people's elbow already from the so, jump that, that i think would that would just be a disaster doing so that day one i so my question now that i'm thinking about it you know how when charlotte debuted you know it was pretty much straight to the top is that an indictment on ava rain that they put her in schism as opposed to giving her that that charlotte flair push as far as in ring and like hot what's the word i'm looking for blue chip prospect I, that's I, what they did with Rock when he showed up. They they literally called him the blue chipper. I, Rocky Maivia with the pineapple hair. I, again, I think that Dusty Rose absence to that NST system is really the shift in development for a lot of this young talent. I mean, he gave and, and provided him so much mm-hmm. for them. For the folks who might have been on the chopping blocks, I mean, if, if she was brought in in the Dusty Rose era, I, I could absolutely see this being sort of a, a, a paid sort of intro of her coming in hot. Give her the mic and let her go to work. But I think this is interesting because we know that Joe actually can talk really well. And so can the other two. So it's like, are you really about to have four members of a group coming out each and every week? Cutting promos. Cutting promos. And I, and I get this, the, the, the whole, as she labels on her uh, uh, on her Twitter as the final girl, uh, which to me is a gimmick in its own. Very popular. Spooky season and whatnot. I was going to say, think, doesn't that title belong to Mako Satomura? But that's the final boss. Final boss, yes. Yeah, final girl, oh, different thing. But yeah, I, I think that I, maybe it's just, this is one thing at a time. Get her in front of these crowds. Let her get used to television. Let her be uh, shadowing these other folks here. 
One week we try her with the mic. One week we try her out, 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 you know, as as a manager outside the ring, distraction, working with the ref, learning cues and whatnot. And this is slowly getting her in there. I, it, you know, this could be a sign of like maybe the ring work just isn't there. Maybe the ring psychology just isn't there. But right. she's twenty one years old. She gonna be all right. She got a lot of time. And trust me, if she really wants to do this, and for whatever reason it just doesn't work. Her papa got a lot of resources to make sure that it works. <laughs> and, and 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 granted, I mean, let's talk about let's let let's just keep it a hundred right now. NXT has definitely changed some people's careers around. There's no way we sit here and we say Mandy Rose at 21, she should be higher two years ago. It's not even a chance. Hell, most people most people want wanted to get rid of Mandy Rose for the sake of other folks being fired. So NST has been doing right by getting people the development time that they need and the confidence and the skills and all sorts of different things, working with main roster folks who are coming back. So I don't think I don't think nobody should judge her now. Just let and see how it works. I think this is just a good start to remove her from all things The Rock. That is way too big of shoes to, to feel. Hell, m- actors with many more years of experience can't yep. even feel The Rock shoes right now just because of how lucrative this guy is, how much star power he is. Quite frankly, I didn't like Back Adam, but because his name's so big, everybody loved it. And that's oh. just the bottom line. Okay. And also, this guy also single-handedly brought Henry Cavill back and no one said anything. He actually spoiled the movie for the sake of his movie trying to make it more money because he's the rock. That's way too big of an influence to say, like, I want to be the next rock. It's impossible. Or to be the daughter of him. And I think another random comparison about star, star power in terms of, like, when it works and when it doesn't work, LeBron's sons are, like, very, very lucky that they just fit in just without any bit of, like big scrutiny in terms of their performances and whatnot. I, I think they, I don't know, something about this, them has been really lucky about their development going forward. And, hell, they'll all be in the league together next year, which would be something. So. But I think that there's a difference, though, because uh, LeBron's sons, wherever they wind up going in the league, whenever they wind up going, assuming that they don't go to college, it's it's still a team game. You still have to, True. a lot of the other things have to happen first. And also LeBron has like a 20 something year career. So, and you can, and you can argue that people are still debating on whether or not he's the greatest of all time. And that's, and then the fact that it's up for debate kind of takes a lot of pressure off of that situation as well. There is no debate. If you're a fan of WWE, that the rock is on the Mount Rushmore of WWE. Yeah. If you are a fan of WWE under 25, he may be two out of the four spots on the Mount Rushmore of WWE. That's a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. And that's kind of what Cody's going through because his father was that guy. And yeah. even still, we're seeing the ramifications of that to be the son of that guy. Being the son of Mr. Perfect is great and all, but Mr. Perfect ain't Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> you know, being the son of Scott Hall is, is great and all. And Scott Hall is great. Scott Hall is a legend. But Scott Hall ain't Dusty Rhodes. So it's so that's, it's so bad. Cody couldn't even cut it in the States. He had to go to right. Japan. <laughs> right. And he had to and he had to completely tear himself down, went on this miraculous indie run, and did the whole thing, and then you know, fortuitously AEW sprung up out of nowhere. But the bottom line is that they had to create a whole damn company. In the, in the unending saga of Cody versus his father, Shadow, for him to do a thing, and now the prodigal son has returned. This has been 20 years of the making with him. And we're yeah. saying that Simone, on day zero, and we're making these comparisons to her, to LeBron, to Cody, yeah. to uh, the, the sons of the hideously famous. Not just Way the guys the that... Yeah, not just the guys that made money, like Billy Gunn's kids, or anything like that. We're talking about the legends. Yeah. And that's also a thing, too. If you wanted to compare anybody, it would be Roman Reigns. Because Roman Reigns was that guy that was, well, no, he's just The Rock's cousin, so he's going to win. Oh, they're not going to fire Nia Jax because she's The Rock's cousin, so she's just going to win. Oh, you can't be Samoan in WWE and not go, well, who are you related to, Yokozuna or The Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you? Whose kids are you? Oh, yeah. rest, rest in peace, three-minute warning. Um. You know, and, and then and, and, add on top of that, she gets the double whammy of, oh, you're his daughter. That's right. a whole nother level of like, daddy's going to protect his girl. 
It's like or, she's she she's damned if you do, damned if she don't. That's she, for sure. Or you're just short to meet him. <laughs> oh. No. So, 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 last That's question, really quick. <laughs> so, 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 last question, real quick. If, if you had to do this, if you had to, if you had to construct her debut, simply put, would you have made her a face or a heel? Heel, uh, heel. Yeah. heel, 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 easily. F- face easily. would be too much of a backlash. They they yeah. they learned that lesson from doing that with the Rock when he came in as a baby <laughs> face at first. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, they, they didn't because they did it with Roman. They didn't yeah. because they did it with Orton. Let's <laughs> not okay. figure it out. Yeah, but um, but no, I think it's easier to bring her in as a heel. That way, they can distance themselves between her uh, pre-constructed future uh, and her supposed <laughs> past. Again, like everybody assumes that she's going to go rocket ship straight to the moon and she's going to be the biggest thing ever. I hate her for it. She's she's Tom Brady. She just needs to fill, fill into the shoes right now. Yeah, Except I, she's not. She has yeah. to do the work first. I mean, let's and let's let's state a fact right now. There's no rocket ship even in her vicinity. She's in NXT. She's taking the she, bus. She had she hasn't even had a match yet, even on nope. the coconut loop. All yeah. she's been doing is promos. So because we easily could have said like when Jamal said day zero a second mm-hmm. ago, it is truly day zero. It may be day yeah. negative zero one or something. <laughs> she hasn't even had a match out in front of a yeah. crowd yet. So yeah. pump the brakes, folks. Give yeah. the girl a little breathing room. Please. No, it's the internet. Nope, she's going to be a pill. What, PWI 23 next year? We're talking 23, 25, something like that? Top 10 next year. Oh, top 10. Top okay, that's, that's bold. That's bold. But I don't know. I think <laughs> she might be, because Mandy Rose is definitely top 10 next year. So I'm thinking she comes in maybe 20th. Still doesn't have a match. But I'd be damned if she doesn't <laughs> Just on the promo. strength of her promos. <laughs> Just on the strength of her promos and that hoodie and everything that she has going on. Let, let, let's make a wild prediction. Who's hired next year? Her or Paige? Mm, okay, assuming that they don't have a match, I think they <laughs> I think they skew heavier to WWE in general. So I'm going to go with um, uh, with uh, was Ava, yeah, so Ava Rain. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ava, and I think that she's going to be higher than Paige. But then again, <laughs> who's who moves the most merch? And that's a, that's another thing too. They talk about influence on the sport. If Paige uh, gets a deal with AT, uh, uh, HGTV building my house, then I don't know. <laughs> that's a, that's a uh, thing that can happen. Oh, oh no. <laughs> we, we don't need no more predictions. We just need to just go to our... What, what is our last time? Cause I don't just know, right now. Right now. I We're going to talk about the, the drama, the latest drama in AEW. Yeah, dog, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, dog yeah. game? <laughs> yeah, let's 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 uh, actually do we let you know what let's 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 be proactive today. Let's for the folks who may be watching us, let's get this video up and kind of talk about it real quick. So let me let me get that up really quick. Hold on. We're gonna see Thanos in action here. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see my man Thanos in action really, really, really quick. So um why while I'm getting this together, um obviously there's a big stinker in the AEW locker room. There's a fight between the Bucks or the Elite and CM Punk, which I just want to quickly say, why is everybody so mad at CM Punk? I'm I'm a little bit confused about this. Like, I, I don't get it, but that's no here, no there. We'll, we'll talk about that, I guess, another day. The question right now is, what do we make of this promo that came out yesterday? Myself, Nick um, and as Matt, we, see, we uh, set on a path to change the world. The One AEW announcement let's let's when the new company is built, and now they're just Thanos snapping all of the elite members with some commentary of different tidbits that they've said over their time in AEW. But like now they're erasing them, and it looks like to me this is saying that like this is saying one or two things. This is saying that callous no. <laughs> oh man, this this is saying to me that there's no AEW oh. without the elite. Is that essentially Myself, what you all are getting from this, or we what? set on a path to change? What are your thoughts about the this One this day, vignette? Let's grow up. Or let's be promo. Whatever it is, vignette. We said let's do it. Will you all? Damn it, somebody! Right I'm letting it play out. We did everything uh, in our power. They are pushing forty. Even if the CM Punk thing to didn't happen, you I'm ready for the elite to go. Like, I think that they, their time is is winding down um, for a number of different reasons. Matt has a bad back. 
Um, uh, Nick had like a bad shoulder. Uh, I think Kenny has a bad everything. So I'm okay. I'm good with them going. And if this is their victory lap, so be it. Now, as far as the punk thing, everybody can go. Punk can go. The elite can go. Kenny can go. Fuck them all. They can all go. They can go right now. With that said, though, as far as this thing, if you, you would have to obviously be a fan of the elite for them to, you know, make this thing, um, to make this thing work. But as far as I'm concerned, uh, it's, it's a long time coming. Uh, they've done everything that they can do. They can fall back into the sunset now. They don't really need to do much more. I'm good with them going. So go. Don't make me go. Oh, yeah. Now the question is, who copyright strikes this video first? Uh, <laughs> will it be Warner Brothers or will it be Disney who sues Warner Brothers for using that special effect to get uh, to uh, Thanos snap everybody out there? You can't say Thanos snap and not have somebody in Burbank go, yo. Kevin Feige knocking on the door like, hello. Uh, hey, Warner, can we can we talk about this? <laughs> I mean, listen, this is basically them saying, all right, we let you go the first time with the forbidden door thing. Right. All right, now you're getting out of hand now. Right. So, uh... We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to need y'all to do something. Next, next in, a, in a month, everybody's going to start wearing all black, and you're just going to be hearing those African sounds in the back. And black, all right. Wow. All right. Oh. All, all right. Wow. <laughs> Look, I don't, need, I don't need Brandon Cutler and Michael Zagazawa doing Wakanda forever, okay? I don't need that. I swear to God. <laughs> they would make Brandon Cutler do it. Okay, so does AEW, does AEW need the elite? No. In my estimation, no. I think their roster has enough talent that they're slowly starting to move to the top. You know, the Danny, the Daniel Garcia's, the Jake Perry's things, uh, Jack Perry's things of that nature. We got enough talent. MJF, you don't need the Buck Super Kick Party when tag team wrestling without them is pretty damn good. When you got F, you know, FTR. So who else are we missing? Kenny. We got Brian Danielson. We'll be all right. You know, so I honestly, two years. I honestly think by the time it's all said and done, yes, like with Cody, they started the process. Thank you very much. Thank you for your service. Here are your flowers. We wish you the best in your future endeavors. And we're always talking about, hey, WWE likes to, re- likes to rely on a bunch of 45-year-olds. By the time Kenny, with all his 9,000 surgeries and the Bucks get back with their bad backs and what have you, Who's to say they're not going to be two steps slow, three steps slow? For them, what I would see, honestly, what they should do, they should buy PWG and just have shows out there all the damn time so everyone who's an elite person can go over the PWG to, to Reseda and just hang out there with the Bucks and Kenny all day long, playing video games. PWE. Oh, Pro Wrestling Elite. There you go. There Wait, you isn't go. there one already that called that already? Thinking by it. Thinking by it. I mean, the initials. And I mean, like, if AEW legit is running a promo for them leaving, that would be the funniest thing ever. Literally, would be the funniest thing ever. But God, what could you imagine them in their mission statement about AEW is about changing the world? Could you imagine them doing what Damien said? That is, that would legitimately change the world because whatever they do, is going to uh, create not only a new destination with proper funding and and, mm-hmm. and obviously in spite of what AEW does, um, it's a complete draw from the anti-WWE. This now becomes like a, well, I didn't cut it there. I kind of don't want to go there. And I go check and see what they got. And I, I think if, if, this, if, if this is... If this sounds by any means a, 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 a reach or a stretch here, but like GCW, they've they're doing it. And I'll, I'll, I'll do another one. Freddie Prince Jr.'s uh, promotion that's going to be launching next year or in two years. He's yeah. got the money. He's got the investors. He's got the Hollywood connections and the cachet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's going to be something. He needs names. He needs yeah. something, <laughs> but that, they, they don't need. If they come back to if they come back to AEW and their whole stint is about you can't have AEW without the elite, then cool. That it writes itself. Sure. If they decide to go, good for them. They 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 changed the world with this. They definitely contributed to the world to the world and to wrestling in a better place. 
And, you know, they may get to a point where they need to hang it up and really, truly just sit in the back um, instead of being like an on-camera character and a behind-the-scenes figure, if that's even the thing, because it looks like Tony Conda took all the titles back. Um, also, again, Thanos-ish, you know, stealing all his uh, Infinity Stones back. Um, I don't know, yeah. Other than that, I don't care. I don't care where they go. Go back or do it. I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the biggest story here with that video showing up last night, since that's like the first acknowledgement since they're, you know, they've been suspended, but we're not saying anything about why or any of that publicly. Um, to me, it means they're coming back. We ain't get no video for CM Punk. So I, I assume he's, say that. He, his, ass is, his ass is gone. It, 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 I think they're just working out the details for that. But the way that video was played, the whole Thanos snap, the whole there's no elite without us in all elite wrestling. I'm just dreading they're going to come back and we're going to get so much wink, wink, nudge, nudge, looking at the camera mm-hmm. where they're going to dance around the whole, you know, the drama that happened and get their little shots in without ever saying it. And Tony's is going to be stuck there like, I got to let him do it because otherwise, you know, they'll probably throw a fit and leave. So I, I just kind of feel we're, we're totally in for they're going to be playing their little games of, you know, y'all know what happened. Y'all know what happened to that guy we don't like and he's not here no more. And we are and we can like they're going to I think there's going to be a lot of they won't mention Phil Brooks name. But they're going to be doing a lot of hints about the guy they don't like now and him being it says, gone. It says a lot about their backstage conduct by letting the aggressor stay and the other person who is a, basically attacked. I don't care how you look at this. CM Punk is one person. And if you suspended three other people, that tells you that there was at least one to three or maybe it was two to three, whatever it may have been. But that's still I, I, I understand odds here. And plus, they say he was in his locker room. Now, the, the rumor that the dog was hurt. And then you reward the aggressors by bringing them back in the light of saying like, oh, they're back. Here's a promo for them. You didn't do the same thing for Sammy Guevara and his sensitivity training. He just kind of came back and who else got suspended on other formalities? Like this seems, it feels like oh, to me. Re- yeah. yeah. It seems like you're rewarding him. I'm going to just, that's just my issue. It's no bias about who I like more than the other. Cause I really could care less about popularity on that note. It just seems like you're rewarding the aggressors here by giving them by by setting them up with a storyline here, and you're blurring a, a lot of reality. Return. You're a hyping big return. a return. You yeah. know, yeah. My thing is, and and always will be, and this is the hill that I will die on. The upper management of a company came to an employee and said, "Yo, what the fuck you say?" That can't happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm paraphrasing the situation, but le- legitimately, that can't happen. Yeah. You don't no go to, you know, to instigate. Even if even if they came with an apple pie and said, yo, we were sorry. You, no. You go to HR. You do, you do a bunch of different things. You go to Tony Khan, who was right around the corner. You do a bunch of different things, but you don't do that. And... And also, we don't know if Punk was fired because, honestly, they could have just said, Punk could have easily said, all right, listen, we're going to call it square. No, screw that. I don't want to be here anyway. You you guys clearly don't want me here. Um, all the, you know, Facts. whatever is going on backstage, I don't need this shit from y'all. I don't need this shit from anybody. I can go. I can take, you know, my ugly ass dog and go home. Um, and that's that's really what it is. You know, so we don't really know what the facts are. But what we do know is, is that in any company, I don't care what company it is, if you have a person that's being belligerent, you go to HR. Correct. Yeah. You do not, you do not settle it outside. You do not. You go don't to the escalate it in the damn moment. You don't escalate it at all. You go to you let the people that can have it, and if, and if they're not, you know, EVPs or whatever it is, you, that's even more reason for them to go to HR. Yeah. And and handle it the way it needs to be handled accordingly. And Punk would have, would have got himself fired for burying the company and calling and, <laughs> and kind of doing the whole thing with the uh, thing. That was fireball right there. But nope, they escalated it. It is what it is. Yeah. So if they come back or they don't come back, eh, it, it makes me at this point. All out was in September. Yeah. We're going into November. I don't care. Yeah, let's move on. Move and on, honestly, the, the, there isn't any indication that this has been a detriment to AEW. 
Uh, the ratings are consistent. No, 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 no. I mean, you're right. It's, it's, it's a laughable point because, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Now, the, the ratings are consistent. You know, the shows are selling well. They're still making news by debuting in, in new markets like, you know, yeah. like Toronto and such. If things um, haven't gotten better at that point, you know, ratings yeah, so definitely had to like, go up that immediately w- that following week. Yeah. They didn't take a hit, nor yeah. did they make any major gains. So, yeah. you know, the shows, it's if you like cool. the shows... You've been yeah. liking the shows without the elite for the past, uh, well, since September, two months. Yeah. So, to Damien's quest point, you know, we don't need them anymore. They can nope. clearly survive this long without them. They're good to yeah. go. They yeah. started it, but they they can they can just walk away now. It's not to say they're not an added benefit, but at this point now, they're they're not on life support without them being there. They'll be okay. Correct. Oh but, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah this, this hey man, but who but who owns the elite? thing is it aw thing or is it a bucks thing can they actually have an all elite wrestling with the elite being in there when that's actually property of theirs was there some kind of agreement on the name in here who actually owns the name is the other question well maybe well, they the, might own the elite but right. AEW's owned by yeah, Kyle two separate Time things. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean like that depends on what the trademark is if the trademark is for merchandise or for correct other things television rights um mm-hmm. you know that may be different than the tv company side of it and that's yeah. why uh, if you look at a trademark for a particular name, it says everything, merchandise, video game, bottle caps, you know, bicycles. Yeah. And, and whatever, either way, they have prior usage of the elite before AEW existed. So, yes, yeah. the elite, they have all that. elite is not the same thing. Yeah. Right. And yeah. That's a total. They wouldn't have that. That would that also resides that. with Tony Khan. Right. Yeah. Right. So unless unless they owned it and pitched the idea for him to be an investor and he kind of came in, I'm probably witch hunting here, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even, even if they have to change the name, you know, fine. You know, that that's that's the least All of the problems. Tony Wrestling. AT Dub. AT Dub. And that's why, like, every wrestler has to be named Tony. I don't care how you spell it. Yeah. Uh, Tony, Tony, Tony is the house band. They already and... got Tony Storm. <laughs> yeah, well, they already they have a Tony, yeah, Tony Storm, uh, Shivani. Uh, you know, <laughs> they want to get it done. There we go. Yeah. All right, come Dasha, on, Tony. T- uh, Tony, uh, Tony Deppin yeah, confirmed yeah. all elite. Duh, Tony Deppin. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you know, what if that it, it would be all worth it if they got Deppin in there. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's roll out. That's it for the wrestling podcast this week, folks. We're back each and that every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for watching. You can catch the podcast replay the following day on all audio podcast platforms. We'll see y'all back next week. Y'all be safe. Thank you for tuning in.